Morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, November 15th, 2018. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We apologize for the delay. The Gem City is under a sheet of ice. My house was without power for God knows how long, but we are back. We are thought out mostly, and we have the lovely and talented 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong. Steve, how are you? Daniel, good morning. I'm doing terrific, although no smoothie in the belly because my wife was out of town, actually. was in Cincinnati for business, but I held down the fort, got the kids out the door, they ate a healthy breakfast, and I got salt down on my sidewalk and driveway already, so I'm dominating this Thursday morning. Suburban warrior that you are, wait till you have three almost teenagers and the power goes out and you got to get them out in the morning. Not as smooth. However, one thing that went quite smoothly. The release of the new Top 247 for the class of 2019 has been redone. The two highest risers of your future Buckeyes are two guys that you actually have been high on, so maybe that's not a coincidence. Please tell me why Steel Chambers and Ronnie Hickman moved up the charts the way they did. I think Steel Chambers is still on the move up. I can't wait to see him at the All-American Bowl. In San Antonio, he's just, and y'all have heard me talk about him on the front row and on this show, he's just an overachiever, for lack of better words. He's just a young man that is good at everything he does. He's good at running back. He's good at linebacker. He's good at baseball. He's good at school. I don't think Steel Chambers has many bad days, although he puts himself in position to be successful uh, with an outstanding work ethic and obviously high IQ and and I still think he's got a lot in the tank physically um, down the road um, when he gets into Ohio State strength and conditioning program. I know my colleagues think he has the traits to be an elite linebacker, and I'm not arguing with him. Um, but I'm still just not I'm not selling the ship on running back, which is what he wants to play and what Ohio State recruited him as. Um, I, I could see him being one of the best big backs in, in college football and being a force. For, for Ohio State for, for years to come out of the backfield, too. So uh, like all the tangibles and intangibles regarding Steel Chambers, and then with Ronnie Hickman, that was more a deal where when you ask next-level sources what their safety boards look like, Ronnie Hickman was near the top of so many um, – so many major college football programs, safety boards, just on the film they watched. And, and so we take that stuff into account also, and, and obviously we've seen Hickman ourselves, but he's just a really highly thought-of prospect across the college football landscape. Is it possible that he hasn't gotten some of the vibe that maybe he deserves because he's somewhat focused on offense right now and there's a chance he might want to try and do that? I don't know. I, again, I just can only give you our angle as we had him where we had him, which was a four star. But you just your board's always evolving, and you're asking around. And, and uh, Ronnie was a name that, uh, or Rocket, is, as his nickname is. Well, he's he's just a prospect that the next level sources feel really really good about. And 
that and collectiveness of what we've seen from him. You know, we decided call to himself turn Rocket? him up. Like when you talked, when you speak to him, does he refer to himself as Rocket? So I've only spoke to him a handful of times. I've not. That is, I've never called him Rocket. He's never said call me Rocket. But I've seen Bill Kierlich call him Rocket. So Bill Kierlich's calling him Rocket, and I believe his Twitter handle says Rocket. Him and his dad share the same name, I believe. So, uh, but his his Twitter handle does have Rocket in in there as well. So that is definitely his nickname. The Rocket that you and I know from our younger days ran for ran pretty pretty damn fast. I was going to say four two. Um, maybe the best return man of all time. The young people today, they don't even know who Rocket Ishmael is. I was talking to Jermaine Crowell, who's the head coach at Belleville High uh, up in Michigan, a state title contender. Uh, he was an assistant at Cast Tech, coached Michael Weber and and those guys, uh, um, Damon Webb. Um, but uh, his best two players right now are committed to Michigan State, Dobbs and, and Julian Barnett, Devontae Dobbs and Julian Barnett. But he was – I was on the phone with him one day, and his kid's – it was before the Notre Dame-Michigan game to start the season, and he's like, I wish I could go to that game. I love that game, that Notre Dame-Michigan game. And I was like, I just kind of said it's kind of funny that your kids don't even know that that's a rivalry game. They don't know who Lou Holtz is. He's like, they don't, they know who Lou Holtz is, and they were in his room. They didn't know who Lou Holtz was. Dobbs didn't know who Lou Holtz was. Didn't know who Rocket Ishmael was. It just was blown. Oh. It was blowing his mind. But time, time flies. That was the the wild part is is that's over 30 years ago man or it is 30 years ago it's just time flies but it seems like yesterday and 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 there's kids out there that probably don't know who Eddie George is you know it's just crazy because uh, they just don't know who he is there are people in yeah, Columbus yeah. Steve who think Eddie George is a restaurant owner there's no way that's but true. It, they have to know why he owns it you go in there you see all the memorabilia but if I I know but it's a big school man and see Eddie George for the first time, see that restaurant, and they're like, ooh, maybe a burger. They don't know anything about number 27, Toten the Rock. If I, if I asked our top uh, 2021 20, running back if he knew who Eddie George is, there's a good chance he doesn't. But he does know who Ezekiel Elliott is, and that's a good thing for the Buckeyes. Man, that's a quality digression right there. Speaking of quality digressions, I'm going to tuck this comment into the middle of the show so maybe everyone will forget it. Zach Harrison, like I asked you, the ship has sailed. You said it's not sailed, as we talked before the show, because you know, D-Day isn't here, and we won't know for sure. But my general vibe has been he's delaying it now because he wants to go to Michigan and he doesn't want the backlash, and you agree with that, correct? I think it's a possible scenario. And another, another source who has talked to Zach said that yesterday and reiterated that he thinks Zach liked Penn State better than Ohio State, too. But, yeah, I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens when the kid announces. You know, it's just – it's uh, – um, he lives 10 minutes – I don't know. How I, my crystal ball is on Michigan. I think that's where he wants to go based on numerous people I've talked to that have talked to him. But I also recognize he could pick Ohio State. And maybe it was Ohio State the whole time. But no one's telling me that. I don't get that vibe around the Woody either. No. I don't either. Um, I'd be surprised if he's a Buckeye, but I guess anything's possible. Nothing's done until it's done, and he is a local. General vibe, do you agree with this? The last four Buckeyes 
in the class of 2019 will be flips. Tommy Eicherberg, Justin Jacobs, Kevon Butler, and Nick Broker. Well, when you put it like that, I, yeah, I could see all those guys in the class. I don't know if there's a target out there that's, that, that they're pushing for that's not committed elsewhere. You got the Devon Ellis kid who made a big jump in our rankings, defensive tackle out of McDonough School, Owings Mills. He, he is up to our number eight defensive tackle in the land. Uh, very, uh, um, um, He's a guy at the point of attack that's in the backfield an awful lot um, on the interior. He's he's taking an official visit to Ohio State next weekend. It's the only other trip he has scheduled. My crystal ball is on Penn State, but um, this Ohio State visit's a big one, so we'll see see what happens there. So he's a he's a young man that's not committed that's taking a visit. Uh, Jared Harrison Hunt is another defensive lineman where the crystal ball is Penn State. For the most part, that's taking an official visit next weekend as well. So there's a couple cats right there. And then you know they're working. You know they're evaluating. I wouldn't be surprised if a young man or two popped up here late that we're not even talking about now that they like on senior film. That's been the process certainly for the last few years. There's always a few names that pop up late. you got to trust in guys like Mark Pantone for sure. Speaking of trust, you made a solid pick last week in picking the Buckeyes to go in and beat Michigan State in this East Lansing. I assume you think they will beat the Terps handily. Is that correct? I do think they'll beat the Terps. Um, Mother Nature is impact is 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 relevant now, so you never you know I don't, they should beat Maryland handily, but you're just taking W's right now. And uh, so I had this conversation. You got Maryland, and then you play Michigan. Michigan's the the wild card game for the playoff. I think if they beat Michigan, they're going to get into the playoff. Um, Why do you think that? I just think they'll be the Big Ten champ. George is going to lose to Alabama. They'll be four. They'll be ahead of Oklahoma. The Big Ten champ, you I think. think, will get more love. I, I think. Because okay. here's where I'm going with this. They play in the Big Ten title game. If Ohio State gets in, we've seen Ohio State in Big Ten title games where they need to make a statement for the playoff committee. And although the playoff committee doesn't always listen, um, Ohio State, I think they'll try and hang 70 in that ball game if they can. I think if they can get to the Big Ten title game, they can take a deep breath. It's, this has been a hell of a season for, for Ohio State. You think? From, from the Coach Meyer uh, deal to changing your coaches to bringing Coach Meyer back to all the the reports in the news. McPorn um, stash. The, yeah, the kids have just had a lot of they've just had a lot of side side distraction more so than others. And and when you come to Ohio State, it's definitely a bigger stage and and, and whatnot. But if they can get by Michigan and get to the Big Ten title game, that's exactly where they were supposed to be when the season started, with a chance to make the playoff. I think they can take a deep breath and relax and say, all right, we're here where we're supposed to be now. There's no more scrambling. You know, they basically had to scramble all year, in my opinion, from Coach Meyer being left out of fall camp and can finally take a deep breath, and I think that will help them. But, you know, they got to get through these next two weeks where they're still in kind of a scramble mode. I agree with that completely in that if they do beat Michigan, all the negativity is going to change to positivity, both in-house and nationally, and I think they'll be celebrated for the first time all year to the point where they're used to. 
But, but you and I talked about it before the show started, how they're going to gain yards against Michigan right now. It concerns me. I'll be lying if I said it doesn't. My only hope is, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves, that the Buckeyes approach it realistically, not stubbornly, and say, this is Ohio State, this is how we do things. To beat Michigan and the defense they have now with this, you need to have a kitchen sink approach. Everything you've ever done, every trick, yeah, everything. Yeah. Cut it loose. Throw deep, run reverse, you know, whatever you got to do, but you can't just sit there and take it on the chin and, you know, say we won this at the dinner table because I don't think that will work. I will say this, lost in you know, everything that's gone on is this is a homecoming for Dwayne Haskins this weekend, likely the only time he'll get to play at Maryland, the team he was one time committed to, and he attended high school about 25 minutes from campus. So I think you're going to see a big, big day out of Dwayne Haskins, and I think that the Buckeyes are going to annihilate Maryland. That's my prediction. I haven't felt that way a lot this year, but hopefully those positive thighs will come through. And then uh, this time next week, we are breaking down that team up north. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Once again, sorry for the delay. Have a good one, Buck Hunters. Have a show. See you on the front row.